Hey everybody, welcome to Dragon Academy Dropouts, your weekly dive into the DreamWorks Dragons universe. We are all back for an episode 10 extravaganza. Hey guys! Hello! And and Max. Hey! Max is somewhere. <laughs> I am here. You're nice always the last time. to respond. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I'm glad we're all here because we're doing a special episode with questions that people have actually submitted to us. Guys, people actually listen. It's a miracle. They love us. They really love us. I was excited to see that you guys had some stuff that you wanted to hear from us about. We got some good questions. Really good questions. Great questions. I was going to send in some pretty cool anons, like, what is your favorite dragon like really intense stuff that you know we have to think about but i didn't i forgot really so hard-hitting questions hard-hitting your your services were not required because they were not the required people who listened to us are awesome and gave us great material no but for real how embarrassing would that be if we were like send us stuff and then nobody did we just go to our corner and <laughs> cry. We dropped out of Dragon Academy. Nobody listens to us. Just give up now. But we're not giving up. We've got questions and we've got answers. So should we just jump in and get started? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. I can't believe it's been 10 episodes already. That's wild. So our first question came from Kay, How to Train Your Dragon fan, who actually kind of inspired this episode for us in the first place by sending us a couple really good questions. So thanks, dude. So the first question they sent us in is, if you guys had the chance to hang out with any of the gang, characters, not actors, who would you hang out with and why? And or dragons? I would I hang out with Jay Verishow. I thought it was characters, not actors. Yeah, you disqualified. Oh. Oh, I read it wrong. Not actors, just, oh, I lose. <laughs> um, uh, and then there were three. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. I've been thinking about this question because this is the only one that I actually prepared for in advance because we can't all be as high achieving as Max. Um, Even I it, can't be as high achieving as Max. <laughs> so... Out of everything, out of the movies, the TV show, all of it, if I had to hang out with anyone, it would be Smidvarg and the gang. So I want to argue two things mm. real quick. First is that my choice is good. And the second is that they count as one being. So <laughs> Smidvarg and the gang would obviously be fun to hang out with because they make weird shapes in the sky and you could probably just sit around and be like, sheep, boat, cave. And they would just make the pictures you say. And that would just be really entertaining in general. Okay. But, and, but here's a tough question for you. If you had to just pick one, Smidvarg or the gang, who would you pick? But I'm making my second argument that they count as one because they are all existing in a symbiotic relationship where they rely on each other to survive. Smidvarg by himself, the gang without Smidvarg, they wouldn't survive very long. And so I count them as one. The so basically end. what you're saying is you would make your friends play charades for you all day. And surround me in a big cloud of flying dragons. <laughs> so I feel powerful. They so... can play charades with me too. They can make a picture and then I have to <laughs> pretend to be it. It would be mutual. It would be just, you know, building each other up. So 
I'm having a hard time picking one because my heart is telling me Tough Nut, but my body is telling me Astrid. So I don't know who I would pick. I would probably pick Tough Nut. Just because, like, deep down in my heart, I just love him so much. You'd have some fun times, for sure. Astrid might get into her whole, like, you know, I ride solo, I'm going to just sit around and sharpen my axe. But with Tough Nut, you know you're never going to have to deal with that. He'll be down to do weird stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. It would never be boring. Okay, Max, any opinions? I've thought long and hard about this. And by that, I mean in the last, like, two minutes or so. And I think I'm going to return to something that I've said earlier that I think is an important part of how to train your dragon. Not the not and the leg again. Exactly. I think Hiccup's leg is amazing. Like, can you imagine how many different configurations you could, like, I mean, maybe hang out with is the wrong word, but at least, at least, you know, observe. It'd so be cool. So you're telling me you're that much of an introvert that you would pick a prosthetic leg over any other character on the show. And you I mean, just want to watch dragons it. Dragons are cool, I guess. I mean, Hiccup in general is okay, right? But you his can leg pick Hiccup is like... And his leg comes with him. Wait, are you talking like yeah, How to Train Your you Dragon 2 could... leg or the first leg? Because there's a difference. Dragon 2 leg. Oh, okay. Dragon 2 leg. I see. Um, definitely. And can I throw the fire sword in too? I like that, and I want Dragonfly as well. The I just want all of Hiccup's adventures. Fire Sword isn't a character. <laughs> it's an object. I, I want all of, want if you all pick of Hiccup, you get all of it. Just pick you Hiccup. You clearly get it, right? You don't. If wait, you. wait, 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 wait. If I pick Hiccup, wait, this is complete, complete um, reversal of my idea because I think this might be even better. If I pick Hiccup, he is in a symbiotic relationship with Toothless, isn't he? So I get Toothless, don't I? I'll call it. Yeah. I I'll I'll, I'll Sweet. Sure. I'll accept why not? That. So that I get the leg, I get the dragonfly, <laughs> I get the sword and, and the hiccup, saddle and toothless and the saddle and the tail fin. And the daddy issues. It's amazing. All of them. It. So you're going with hiccup? I mean, I'm going with the collection of things that <laughs> hiccup. So you have to pick toothless. one. I'm not saying he's a gold digger, but can't it is what it is. I can't. How are you telling me I have to pick one? How are you telling me that when you pick Mid Bargain the Gang? It's fine. You you made it's your fine. choice, and I am acting as official moderator of symbiotic relationships. And, and you would say Hiccup and Toothless are not symbiotic. And I would say that you can get Hiccup and Toothless, but you have to pick one of them to be your official choice. Okay. Well, then you have to answer my question. You can pick Smidvarg and the gang, but you have to pick one of them as your official choice. Who would it be? Okay. If I answer, then you have to answer. Deal. You go first. I'm going to go with the leg. Okay. You've previously argued that the leg is a character, so I'll begrudgingly accept it. I would choose Darkvarg. Yes. <laughs> Wait, is, is Darkvarg part of the gang? No. no. <laughs> so you just you just completely changed your answer there. You don't get Smidvarg yeah. and you don't get the gang. You just get Darkvarg now. He's still cool. I think we should move on to the next question. Wait, Brooke didn't answer this question. Oh, sorry, Brooke. I got disqualified. That's okay. I would hang out. <laughs> I would hang out with Gothi because Aww. 
She just seems so peaceful, and she has a billion tiny, terrible terrors. And you get to keep the terrors because it's symbiotic. Exactly. You can send mail to whoever you want. So, Does that mean that I get chicken if I pick Tough Nut? Yes. Yes. Okay. We all all pick incredible symbiotic relationships. I think we've learned a valuable lesson today about the importance of teamwork and gold digging. All right. Max, what's our next question? What is your favorite location in the entire franchise and why? This is asked by Scribble Fox with two X's. Who had very nice things to say about our show. So thank you very much. We appreciate it. We love that you love listening. We love And you. we love you. We love you. And your username is great. All right. So on three, I want us to all state our answer. Ready? One, two, three. Super awesome Viking Super Cave. Awesome Viking, Super awesome Viking Cave Northeast. <laughs> I keep forgetting the words in the middle. <laughs> it's okay. Just say and Super northeast. and then let the rest of us figure it out and then say Northeast and you're basically no, I also Super forgetting northeast. northeast. So pretty much it's the coolest location of the series. It's so exclusive, so just luxurious. You, you know it's more exclusive. exclusive. Hiccup's leg. It's an that object, is true. it's not a location. But it is exclusive. That is pretty exclusive. Definitely exclusive. So our next question is, when did you all first get into the How to Train Your Dragon franchise? And that was asked by an anonymous listener. So thank you, anonymous. Mm-hmm. Hello, mysterious anon. Okay, I will go first this time. So I got into the franchise like... Right after the movie came out, I think, like on DVD. And my uncle was like a huge fan of the movie and he would watch it like all the time. And I'd always see bits and pieces of it. So one time at Christmas, I think, he was watching it and I was like, oh, I'll just sit down and watch it with him because they always talked about it. And I did. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. And I went home and watched it like two more times. And then I kind of just held it all in myself and then found out that tumblr existed like a year later and created a blog when the riders of burke show came out and then that's pretty much how that went down with like one of the best dragons usernames ever well actually works for it actually my username was not the brook of dragons when i started what um (laughs) It was. Oh, you mean you mean they didn't name the short after you? No. What? Wow. When I started, my my username was hiccupthedragonconqueror.tumblr.com, and I still have it, except I don't use it anymore. And then I changed it. So yeah, that's my story. I'm still here, like ten years later. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also kind of got into it. Right away, it was actually, I saw a trailer for the first movie, and it got to the part where Hiccup says, we're dead, and I was just like, I need to see this movie. This looks hilarious. It's my brand of humor. I don't think I saw the movie right away. I probably saw it a couple months, maybe even a year later, but when I did see it, it was every bit as perfect as I thought it was going to be from the trailer, so been since like 2010 ish max do you want to go next sure when when did i get into the the dragon franchise i mean 
I don't, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I've never really gotten into the Dragon franchise, to be honest. Um, well, when I got in, you were already here. Like, <laughs> so <laughs> expose him. Because I'm pretty sure the first thing I Googled was something and I was on Burke's grapevine. So you were I mean, here. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Literally anyone can check your receipts on that by figuring out when Burke's grapevine launched. We could Google so. it right now. Probably, probably 2012 or something. But I don't know. I don't know if that's, that's, that's fake. Um, if I had to pick a time, I think it would be uh, immediately after uh, Legend of the Bone Napper was released. That, I think, was when I really sort of became part of the, the dragon community. Mm. Bone Napper. Legend of the... It was just that influential. <clears throat> Max, do you want to hear something? Do you, my like first memory of coming into this fandom was um, on Burke's Grapevine when they had the screenshots of the storyboards with Heather and everybody was flipping out because they thought that she was going to steal Hiccup away from Astrid. Yeah, I remember that. I, and it was I like this big thing. And it was like two drawn storyboards. It wasn't. It wasn't even used in the final. The final thing. No. <laughs> I mean that's 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 why they were available online is because the person who did them were like this is not part of the final thing so I might as well just release it to the world, and weirdly enough that caused everyone to love Heather or be obsessed with Heather at least, and the people in the show interpreted that obsession with Heather as everyone loving Heather. And then actually turned Heather into a really good character. So, what a so weird. Thank you, moment. thank you, everybody, for getting your panties in a twist about Heather being a man stealer. Because now we get her being just awesome. But like the show wasn't even out yet. <laughs> like it's never too early care. to jump to conclusions. Yeah, I it's think honestly, I'm gonna never I'm gonna too early to love Heather. I'm gonna revise my answer to number one. I want to be with. Uh, hiccup's leg certainly but i also want to hang out with heather heather's cool yeah, and you get wind shear. oh yeah, yeah Max, that's a pretty like good that. symbiotic oh i love wind shear wind shear's great love wind shear what a great dragon could you also get dagger that's true it's basically symbiosis right and and, <laughs> and then heather... you get Shattermaster. oh yeah and and heather and astrid are basically symbiotic too right like they are <laughs> it's true right which means I that you get, get Astrid, and then I get Hiccup again. Exactly. Technically, Fantastic. the question just says if you had the chance to hang out with anybody. <laughs> it's not like marriage or like a legal situation where you're bonded with them. We obtain them. Wait, they so are I, I don't. I don't get to marry Hiccup's leg. Not at this point. Mm, but that's, you can work that's on not. Pay to go to that wedding. <laughs> oh gosh, that would be something. Can I be okay. the flower girl? Sure. Yes. Okay. Sarah, do you want to give your answer to the, how you got into this? It depends. Does Max want to go on another 10-minute tangent? <laughs> yeah, I'll answer. Speaking of tangents. <laughs> Shut up. Sign and cosine as well. Okay. So I got into the fandom in 2014. I was a senior in college, just like hanging out, trying to survive. And some of my friends were like, hey, come watch this movie with us. We're going to watch How to Train Your Dragon 2. And I was like, I've never even seen the first one. 
So I looked up on YouTube, there's like this video of the first movie in 10 seconds, and I watched that, and I was like, eh, sounds good. So I went, and I watched it, and immediately was like, holy crap, this is awesome. Went back to my room, immediately went online and started looking at fanfiction. Accidentally opened up a tooth cup fanfiction, but then closed it and then <laughs> got on to different so you're saying, <laughs> better things. You're saying you almost joined and left the Dragon fan community on the same day. <laughs> that because be of tooth cup. <laughs> yes, that's pretty much what happened. So basically what happened was I saw, saw this movie. And a couple years later, I'm doing a podcast with one of the people I watched it with for the first time. So thanks, Caitlin. Dragons life... bringing everyone together. Yep, my life was never the same since. And here we are. Um, so our next question comes to us from Biscuit Weevil, who I actually know from another fandom. Um, and she says, what do you think that dynamic between Hiccup and Valka will be like in the upcoming movie? This is a really good question. That's a hard question, but I think um, my prediction, neither can live while the other survives. One is going to have to kill the other. (laughs) 50 points to Ravenclaw. I think it'll be interesting because they're both trying to figure each other out and figure out their lives pretty much, right? So it's like everything's different for both of them and... I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they kind of connect now that they're all dealing with. I wonder if it's going to be like a prominent part of the movie or if it's going to be glossed over in favor of other plot lines. So it'll be interesting to see kind of almost like how important that relationship is to the continuing series. Well, especially too, because in all the shows and the first movie it's always been like hiccup and stoic and now he's gone and valka's come in so it's like it's not gonna be the same so i don't know it'll it'll be interesting to see how they kind of play that and i hope they do like i hope they just don't like oh she's here now everything's fine i think she'll be important if the rumors are true about kind of the dragons leaving or Toothless finding a mate or something within this ecosystem developing in that she has more dragon knowledge than Hiccup does in a sense that she lived among them for so long. So maybe she can be the one to help him navigate Mm -hmm. and understand these changes that are going on. If that ends up happening, because we don't actually know for sure what the plot is going to be about. But I think she can be like kind of an outside source, almost the unbiased source of dragon information for him so no one thinks she's going to go evil no no i think they, it's kind of too late for that yeah they so had the she had her to she had her chance and, and she she didn't can't believe it when she was the mask lady that would have been the time for her to be but yeah her, her ship has sailed yeah so it's stoics <laughs> we need All the right. sad violin music right now we do so next right. question So the next question is from another anonymous submitter. If you could have any type of dragon, what would it be? Whispering Death. You've thought about this before. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I would pick a storm cutter because owl dragon, one. Two, they've got tons of wings. And three, they're just really cool when they fly. I love it. I'm stuck. I can't. There are so many good choices. But I think... 
it would be really fun to have a scaldron and ride around in its mouth. In the and boiling name, water? It, it would definitely be named Scaldy. Like, all scaldrons are named Scaldy. Just Scaldy 1, for the Scaldy 2. It'd Scaldi be like three. a mouth hot yeah. tub. Like Ooh. Oh, I, I like that idea. The mouth hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you would probably get burnt a lot, but it would be a cool ride. It would be a cool way to go. Yeah. I dig that. I think... If I couldn't have a scaldron or if I, you know, didn't want to die, then I think that I would want uh, uh wait, come back to me. I forgot. I forgot what I was going to say. Max, what would you have? Here we go. It's hard. This is a very hard question. Um, I'm torn between two options. One, I love razor whips. Great dragons. Fantastic dragons. Amazing dragons. But I think I've got to go with the Snow Wraith. Also an amazing dragon. So cold. So snowy. What a wonderful dragon. Amazing. Okay. You got your one choice and you got the Snow Wraith. Well, I picked two dragons, but I'll go with the Snow Wraith. I think you two will be very happy together. Yes. Your relationship will be so symbiotic. So symbiotic. If I, I get remember- the Snow Wraith... Do I get snow? Sure. Just you just get wraith. <laughs> just the wraith part. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take what I can get. I'm gonna take the wraith. You get to keep the wraith. You get to keep it. Yes. Oh, that's what I really wanted. I wanted that wraith. I don't care about the snow wraith. The dragon I don't care about. I just wanted the wraith. I remembered my answer. The baby eruptodon. Oh, that's cute. So either hot tub scaldron, you know, just taking me around the sea, or baby eruptodon. Nice. Baby eruptodon inside the mouth of the hot tub scaldron. <laughs> yes. Are we incapable of picking one answer? <laughs> I did. Probably. Good job. I Brooke. did. <laughs> I picked one as like an alternative to death. So. I don't even know how you would ride a a whispering death, but I'd make it a saddle. You'd figure it out. Hi, gang. If you guys met Dean, what would be your first question about the third movie or the future of dragons after the third movie or just at that moment when you meet him? And that question, again, comes from Kay, how to train your dragon fan. My first question would be, when is it coming out? We need to know. I mean, we know, but do we know? Really? Do we? I need answers. Would that would would that really be that would be your first question? I mean, number one. Okay, I'm not seriously, but you're it's with what Dean I want to know for two minutes, and you ask him when is How to Train Your Dragon coming out, and okay. he'll be like, I, I don't sorry. even know. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I want to know that though. It's true, but does he even know? I don't know. Does anyone know? No one knows. He would. I know would just let straight. out. I would just let out unintelligible screeching noises. And then run away. So Sarah's got me beat. I don't really know what I would ask him. I think if the rumored plot things are true, I would ask him why he thought it was a good idea to make the third movie about a toothless love issue. Because that's really worrying me. <laughs> so so you, you meet with Dean and you be like, Dean, I have some issues here. <laughs> Let me go into them. <laughs> yes. 
And if he was like, yeah, that's happening, then I'd be like, why? Why did you sit in the room and think this would be a good third installment? <laughs> Maybe we don't know something about the plot that will make it good. I, I mean, know. We, know, we don't know anything about the plot. We so. know very little at this point. Max, since you have so many ideas, what would you ask him? Oh, I just, I, I don't even know. It's so hard, right? Like if I get two, two minutes to talk to Dean and ask him one question about the third movie or the future of dragons. Um, oh, it's hard. I mean, maybe I'd ask him something really simple, right? Like super simple. Like, are there dragons? <laughs> I thought you knew this since you were a dragon. You're an actual dragon and you don't even know if there are dragons. I mean, look, I, it's, it's, it's called an identity crisis, okay? <laughs> I thought you Who were sure I? of your identity as a dragon. I was one. sure, but then I met Dean, and I was like, Dean, I know they're not going to exist soon. What does that mean for me? Do you stop existing, too? It's been nice to know you. We'll, we'll really miss you. Nice knowing you. <laughs> I hope he tells me. I hope he does. He, um, you hope he tells you that he'll miss you when you <laughs> cease to exist? I mean, that would not be my ideal answer from him. I would hope I do continue to exist. Well, that dragons continue to exist. <laughs> but I guess if I die, I i mean, maybe it would be nice if Dean said goodbye. I don't know. I, I haven't thought that far. I'm hoping <laughs> that this wouldn't be part of the premise of this question. Well, okay. There's also another half of this question that I just saw. They just said, how do you think the gang will look in How to Train Your Dragon 3? I think we can all come to a consensus that everyone will look the same, except Hiccup will have a beard. That's it. I hope he doesn't have that patchy nonsense anymore, because while he didn't look as bad as some other characters that I won't name, it, it was still, it was pretty... Pretty gnarly, buddy. Patchy Dean. nonsense. Dean, what is with the patchy nonsense, Dean? <laughs> There's the question. There we go. All right. Max, would you like to read the next question? Sure. I don't know if you guys have read the books, but do you prefer Hiccup and Toothless's Bond in the books or in the movies? And that question comes from? Astrid the Valkyrie. <laughs> Thank you, Max. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's um, like pulling I, teeth over here. I'm I think very good I'm the only it. one that's really read the books recently. Yeah, Brooke, you you take this one. So personally, I prefer Hiccup and Toothless's bond in the movies because it just seems more like they connect more and they've bonded more on like. They're pretty much soulmates in the movies. And so the would books, you say that they're symbiotic? Yes, I would definitely say that. Because in the books, it's like everybody's going to pick a dragon and they just run in there and grab two of them and he's stuck with Toothless. I mean, there's way more than that, but like that's pretty much how they get to know each other in the yeah, It's books. not really meaningful in the book no. like it is in the movie. So, personally, I prefer Hiccup and Toothless's bond in the movies. I just felt like I connected more. But I think there was also more of a degree of choice because, you know, Hiccup, he shot down Toothless. That's how they met. That is a kind of a chance meeting. But 
Then he chose not to kill Toothless. Toothless chose not to kill him. Yeah, like in the books, like they've already been pretty much living with the dragons. Like they've been part of their society. And in the movies, it's like they were killing them until Hiccup bonded with Toothless. So I don't know. They're just it's just two totally different things. It's not to say that one is better than the other. Just personally, I liked the movies. Do you, you know what the film? The films need what i think they need more book loud i like book loud mm, yeah thanks for taking that question brooke no problem <clears throat> oh i have the next question <laughs> um so this is another anonymous submission um favorite fanfics or are there certain au's you particularly like or dislike i'm gonna push this to you guys because i don't really read fanfics for dragons a lot for our listeners and me what is an au an alternate universe so you take the characters or the story or some aspect of this piece of the franchise that you like, and you can stick it in another world and kind of build off of it there. So, example, so like, what was that? Everyone's at Hogwarts, for example. Yep. Or a modern AU, so you stick them all in modern times, or a high school AU, so you stick them in high school, and then people get creative and they make these characters work in these new environments. What about what about a Scaldron AU, where you stick everyone in a Scaldron <laughs> mouth? <laughs> That's called a hot tub party. <laughs> hot tub time machine. Yeah, but they're stuck there. They're stuck there. Just like everyone gets stuck in high school, you get stuck and you can't get out of the scolder mouth. All right. Now that's the kind of AU I you're, want. You're getting really far away from the original question. Well, so. he just answered that's that's his favorite AU. Is All right. everyone getting trapped in a scaldron? For me, I I really like modern AUs just in general. Um I don't know. I like like thinking of characters living in a similar world to what I live in, um, and I don't. I can't think of anything specific off of my head except for the fic that Sarah and I have actually been reading kind of together for a long time, and that's uh, Young God by OU Pretty Things. So, so that one's a punk cup. So. A punk version of Hiccup for all of you Maxes out there. And yeah, it's just kind of our thing. Cool. So that's the only cool. one I can remember the name of. Whenever there's a new chapter, we'll like frantically message each other and then read it and then catch up. In all caps. In all caps. Catch yes. up in all caps. Yeah. So I'm a pretty big fan fiction reader. Like, I I read a lot. So I could probably spend like the time of a whole episode's worth talking about ones that I enjoy. But yeah. it's hard to pick I mean- a favorite. I would probably say that any fan fiction where the author really kind of gets creative and picks like not the more negative traits, but like takes the more complex traits of the characters and really expands on those. So fix like Fester by Tyson Runny Fox are probably my favorites because it's really ambitious in the way that you can kind of dive into kind of the more subtle parts of these characters and really like tear them apart and put them back together again. If you're like a pure Hickstrid, lovey-dovey shipper, like this isn't the kind of fan fiction that you should read, but it's one of those fics where like I still remember where I was when I read it because it affected me emotionally so much and how a character could write emotions so vividly and really get me to dive into the story. So 
I really enjoy that one. Anything by Funky Toes is excellent. Any Arranged Marriage AU. I love those. I don't know why they always appeal to me. I've read probably like five or six in this fandom and they've all been excellent. Oh, Deceit. Oh my gosh, who wrote that? Crap, 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 crap. There's a fan fiction called Deceit in the Race to the Edge universe that's really good. And it's like if Race to the Edge wasn't for children, what it could be like. And it's really excellent. I suggest you all check that out too. If I could make a suggestion, um, Sarah, what if you make kind of like a mini uh, fic rec post that we'll put on our website uh, following the episode? I would love to do that because then I could actually include everything that I wanted to without stuttering because I'm sick and my throat is dying. So yeah, good idea. All right, let's jump to the next question from an anonymous submitter who's obviously trying to cause some drama. Do you think Race to the Edge is canon or not? I'm going to throw this one to you guys. I've seen this argument done too much for me to really dive into this. I just don't even think about the alternative that it's not canon. I just always go through life assuming that it's canon because I want it to be. It is. Well, it is canon. Like, I know there's been a lot of um, back and forth between people, but I know um, that, who was it, Richard Hamilton, I think, came out and said that everything that was put out in the Dragon's universe is canon, like, officially, and it caused this huge stir, but I don't know. Personally, I think it is. I mean... It's a it's a it's a hard question and many people have different answers to this but the real answer is no. Only Legend of the Bonapper Dragon is canon and the rest is expanded universe. Um I don't know why anyone even asks this question. Uh, even the first movie, that. even the first even movie. The first movie only Legend of the Bonapper. Everything else I mean the first movie the first movie was based off of Legend of the Bonapper Dragon so it makes sense. <clears throat> Yeah, I just, I've seen too many people argue about this question, and you could make arguments for either way. It really depends on what you consider canon to be. Do you consider just what Dean writes to be canon? Do you consider anything that goes back to the book canon? Do you just not consider something canon that you don't like? It's just about personal opinion, and maybe maybe it is. all dragon stories belong to one canon, the drag canon. The drag canon is not going to get people to think of dragons. It's going to get people to think of drag queens. But that's another story. Maybe, maybe drag queens are in the drag canon too. Who knows? Ooh, head canon accepted. All right. Before I lose yeah. the ability to talk, Max, would you like to read the last question that we have yes. from our lovely listeners? So this is from K-H-T-T-Y-D fan. And... The question is this. After a dragon movie release on DVD, there is always a short. If each one of you were picked individually to make a story for the short, what would your short be about? So I have I have an idea in my brain for this one. Um, I, I'll try to put it in words, but I don't know how this is going to go. So my thought is kind of like those old cartoons, you know, like Tom and Jerry style where... There's no words that happen during it. It's just music following a plot line. And then my plot line would be just dragons. So there would be no people in it. 
And I haven't decided on specifics what I would want, but it would be some kind of a story that's following these dragons around and, you know, the music crescendos when they hit an exciting part or the music gets, you know, slow and sad if there's a sad part. And it's just, yeah, that's what I got. Mine would be about General Hofferson and her first day as General Hofferson. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Go on. Um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be maybe like when Hiccup makes her a general and then she has to go about pretty much planning if Drago ever attacks. I don't know, it would just be about her kind of figuring out working with this new role (laughs) yeah helping with the cleanup and things like that but yeah that that's just of mine that's what i would like that would be awesome i would probably want to go for something related to the hickstrid wedding just because i doubt we're gonna get that in any other canon material unless it's for some reason in the third movie which i doubt but i'd be happy if it was yeah I would just like to see something with it in a graphic novel or a short or whatever. Max? I think if if DreamWorks really wanted to mess with people, and we all know that they do, they should make a short where Toothless talks. I think that'd be great. Can you imagine the fan reaction to that? Where where Hiccup reaches out his hand to do the hand thing, and Toothless is like, oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Yep, that would be basically... That'd be cool. So you don't care about the plot of the short? You just want Toothless to talk? I just I just want Toothless to talk. Oh my gosh, also, a running commentary of Toothless being like, Hiccup, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, you're doing it anyway. Okay. Can 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 Toothless can Toothless be Eddie Murphy? Please. <laughs> I like it. Awesome. Thank you everybody so much for sending in your questions. We had a- fun discussing them and thinking about them and it's great to hear your comments about the show um so we're glad that you're enjoying the content we're putting out and keep letting us know if there's something that you want to hear us talk about something that you want to see make it into our show yeah you guys sent in some really good questions and really had us thinking there and just kind of having fun it's never a dull moment around here that's for sure definitely so thank you, everybody, for 10 great episodes. Um, I can't believe it's 10 already. It's I know. crazy. It's been really fun doing these with you guys, and I'm excited for what the dropouts have in store in the future. Yeah, this really just came from a couple of us just wanting to do something fun and the fact that you guys have been turning up every week to listen to us chat is really cool. We really appreciate yeah. all your support. I remember Sarah texting me up one day and saying, what if I made a Dragons podcast? And just being like, yeah, do it. It was like the middle of the night, wasn't it? I, I think it was the <laughs> middle of the night for you. I'm a West Coaster, West Coast, best coast. So, oh, yeah. If you have any more questions that you want to send us that maybe we could feature in a future episode, visit us at dragondropouts.com and shoot us an ask. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook and hit us up on social media. We'd love to hear from you. We're probably going to be taking a little bit of time off due to work and school and some personal stuff all of us have going on. But 
You'll definitely see more of us soon around the holidays. We've got some ideas of how we want to continue the show. Anything else you guys want to share before we go? I love you all. We hit 100 followers on Tumblr as well. That's crazy. And I am an actual dragon. Outro music. (laughs) That covers it. All right, guys. We'll hear from you all very soon. Probably sooner than you think. Bye. See you soon.